This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We'll start out with... um, a couple of bizarre, sort of sexual-related stories here, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on these, and of course you can bring up anything. But the first one is out of Omaha, Nebraska, where an Omaha-area mother, according to KETV7, is wanted by police. And on why is she wanted by police? Allegations of child abuse and three child pornography charges. Now, it's kind of unusual when you hear about a child pornography story for it to involve a woman, and... More unusual for it to involve the child's mother, right? I suppose. Um, I, I I have read uh, accounts that uh, prostitutes back in you know the 1800s, and I'm sure before that, uh, sort of raised their daughters to be prostitutes. So I suppose right. that it, it. I suppose it's not crazy. Well, normally when you hear a child pornography story in the news, it's just some guy that you know got right. popped for having it. Not actually creating child pornography, and this woman was creating child child pornography at least by the the law's definition. Uh oh, which is the problem here, as you're going to find out. At least I think it's a problem. I'd love to know what you think. The Douglas County, oh, by the way, we're talking about a teenage daughter, which she's got uh, apparently posted pictures on a website featuring images of her teenage daughter. Now let's let's just lay this out here. I believe there's a big difference between teenagers and children. I don't think that you can qualify a teenager necessarily as a child. I, when I hear the word child, I think of prepubescent, pre-pubescent pr- uh, prior to puberty. Yeah. Teenage girls generally don't qualify uh, under the, the term child for me. But that's just me. Let's continue, though. The Douglas County attorney filed charges against the 49-year-old woman on Thursday. Omaha police now have a warrant for her arrest, and she was arrested late Friday afternoon. The woman's teenage daughter discovered photos of herself online in December of 2006 while doing a Google search of her own name. Okay. The court affidavit said the girl discovered photos of her face morphed onto naked bodies in sexually explicit positions. Okay. The girl also said she found photos of her mother engaging in sex acts. Okay. Now, according to the girl who's only being identified as Shannon, uh, she says it's disgusting because you think, who would ever do this to somebody? But then you find out it's your mom, said the girl. She was apparently 15 and 16 years old when the photos were taken. She said she recalled her mother taking pictures of her from many different angles when she visited the home of her mother and her mom's boyfriend. Shannon said she was never photographed nude. Shannon told her father about the website, and together they contacted police. She says, my daughter brought it to my attention that she'd found photographs of her mother and, more importantly, of herself on the Internet. Nude graphic photos. The images of her mother appear to be valid real photos. The images of herself are not of her body. They are of her face said Shannon's father, James, who's now divorced. Uh, The affidavit said investigators contacted the website administrator and he was able to give the police detailed emails from the suspect instructing him to post the photos. So did they arrest the website administrator for having these photos on his website? Doesn't sound like they did. 
No. There's an outstanding warrant for her arrest. I don't know why they're saying there's an outstanding warrant. They already said earlier in the article that she was already arrested. So I'm not sure which one is true. Has she been arrested or not? Not sure. Anyway, they say we filed a complaint charging her with child abuse as well as certain subsections under the child porn laws. The woman's charged with child abuse and child pornography charges because she allegedly placed her own child in a situation where she could be sexually exploited. How is that exactly? Now, this may be bizarre and weird, but how is it that by taking a picture of your teenage daughter, cutting out her face from the photo, pasting that face on a picture of just some naked chick you found on the internet, how does that exactly place your daughter in some real situation where she could be sexually exploited? Okay, well, um, I, I'll give you a scenario on that. I think that, uh, to me, the, big, the biggest problem with this uh, that I have is that she attached her daughter's real name to her daughter's real face and then put these sexually explicit pictures out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it was just her slapping her daughter's face on pictures and, you know, or, and using a fake name or something like that, somebody out there, some wacko, could get the idea in his head, I really like this little girl, and attempt to go out and find her he's already got knows what she looks like from her facial um, from okay her, from her face and he's got her full name apparently uh, because she searched for herself online she brought yeah, but some wacko could do that anytime even if it didn't involve nudity but he wouldn't get excited about it uh, you know it, it, that's it, not necessarily true i um he wouldn't get remember his, when we had that pedophile on sure. the show and he said that he would get as were, excited i thought you were a- actually i thought you were saying something else um he you're attaching her name to you know, you're 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 adding another degree to the um, chance that some pedophile is going to do this. He got you know I mean they're naked pictures whether they're her or not doesn't really matter. Somebody might think that they are, and you've got a real name there. So I think she act- absolutely recklessly endangered her child from a sexual standpoint. Well, so what do you think the uh, the the restitution should be here? Um, I think that. Uh, she owes her little girl um, some kind of restitution. What do you think the right amount would be? I mean, no no damage was actually done. She just put some pictures on the Internet. Well, at that point, you're talking about uh, she defamed someone, and I think that you can pretty clearly get a libel or slander kind of, uh, uh, you know, the, the same sort of laws that are involved there. You can, you can make people, make a jury believe. She doesn't have a reputation, though. She's a teenage girl. She doesn't have a reputation. Everybody She's a has a reputation. Sure, she does. She's a teenage girl that hasn't taken her taken pictures of herself naked, and her mm. mother took pictures. Essentially, took pictures of her naked. So it's now and put them online. Okay, so you're saying it should be illegal. You're saying you agree with this, then, Mark. You're saying it should be illegal for someone to take a face of another person, whether they be a teenage girl or not. Let's say your wife, Laura, Mark. Let's mm-hmm. say I take a picture of your wife. Uh, take her head off of it and put it on some naked chick that I found on the internet, mm-hmm. and I attach her real name to it. Hey, here's Laura Edgington. She is, you know, naked. So I should have to pay you some yeah, money because absolutely. of that. Absolutely, that's it's a defamation of character kind of situation. I mean, you're you're putting out there a fact. People are looking at pictures. People consider pictures to be facts. Sorry, you're, that they shouldn't consider that anymore because this is the world of the internet where any picture is questionable. Yeah, well, you shouldn't put out something there as a fact. You're stating it essentially stating something as a fact that is not true about somebody. That's lander. That's slander or libel, depending on how. So you what do. if I didn't use the name? 
I think that if you didn't use the name, that it wouldn't be as, you know, there there are six billion people on the planet. I think you'd, at the very least, in that particular case, with that particular jury, you'd probably get a far less of a, uh, a far, far fewer damages. Would you be as upset as the husband? I would be less upset. Okay. okay. I think that I think it's clear um, that there's six billion people on the planet. Uh, maybe, maybe one of them could look like your wife. Maybe a billion of them are white, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And uh, could be, you know, could be my wife. Uh, I, the fu- the funny thing is, is when it comes to pictures, you don't always even know that you're looking who you're looking at. I can see a picture of you on the internet. I don't know, necessarily know that it's you. Mm-hmm. You know, pictures are funny that way. Now we are presuming that her name, uh, that the the daughter is telling the truth, and that she did find these pictures by searching for her name through Google. I mean, we're presuming that's all true. Uh, but of course, the other issue here is: are these images child pornography? That's the other issue. No, I don't think they're child pornography. I I just uh, the, the, so you think there should be a defamation of character charge, not a child pornography charge. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a more of a civil issue. I don't know how how old was the girl, fifteen or sixteen? Yeah, you know the fact is that. Uh, I have a real problem with the current definitions of child pornography out there. They have, you know, a 16-year-old can have sex in many states, but if they, if you take pictures of that 16-year-old naked, if her 16-year-old boyfriend has sex with her, takes pictures of her naked or whatever, that's pornography? Well, how come it's legal for her to have sex, but it's not legal for her to take naked pictures? That doesn't make any sense to me. So I want to hear from you on this one as well. At 800-259-9231, is taking a picture of a 15-year-old girl's face and superimposing it on a picture of, say, a woman who's in her, you know, maybe an 18-year-old woman who's naked on the Internet, completely different person. Does that all of a sudden create child pornography? want to hear what you think. 800-259-9231. And if so, what do you think the, uh, the punishment should be? What should this mother uh, get for her transgression? 800-259-9231. Or you can bring up whatever you want. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. And it is Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. we got lots of features, including live streams, broadband version, and a dial-up version, both free for you, freetalklive.com. March 12th through the 15th is the 56th running of the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring, presented by Fresh from Florida. The world's fastest sports cars will be ba- uh, will be battling for the uh, for 12 hours on the famous Sebring Road Course. For tickets and information, call 1-800-626-RACE or visit SebringRaceway.com. March 12th through the 15th, you don't want to miss it. In fact, coming up sometime within the next, oh, I don't know, I'll narrow it down to two hours. Because I definitely want to do it while our uh, listeners are on, on board in uh, Miami on WFTL because you guys are relatively close yeah. to Sebring. Uh, gonna give away, gonna give away two tickets, and these are like what eighty hundred dollar tickets, Mark? These yeah, are, I think believe they're hundred dollars a a, a it's, piece. It's for the whole deal. Yeah, the it's a four day super ticket. We're gonna give those away, not right now, but sometime within the next two hours or so. So keep uh, our call in number ready if you want to go to that. Uh, again, that's the Sebring Twelve Hours of Sebring SebringRaceway.com for more information on the race. Two tickets coming up sometime tonight. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Jason in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hey, Jason. Jason. Great show, as always. Thank you. I'm listening to you uh, talk about this uh, mother who put her daughter's face online and naked pictures and all that. Yeah. And and, uh, you guys are, you're not seeing this issue is a little bit more nuanced than you're making it out to be. Okay. Because 
context and intention do matter. So if uh, if the mother put the the daughter's picture, you know, these pictures online, just as a way to hurt her or you know get back at her in some way, then it would be a defamation, libel, slander, that sort of thing. But if she put it on a website, you know, specifically dealing with child porn or some some something like that, then it could be child porn. What if and, she did it? Be- what if she did did it because she thought she was going to save her soul and send her to heaven? Well, then I don't know. You'd have to look at a psychological. I mean, that's a. I, I don't know. In that case, I, it it might not be a crime. Just like <laughs> if I run, if I get in a traffic accident and kill someone. If I have not, if I don't have criminal motivations, it's not necessarily murder or manslaughter or anything like that. It can be an accident. So if someone doesn't have criminal intent and takes an action that could be criminal, that's not necessarily a crime. Yeah, I understand that, that. Be- and and I have a real problem with um, the you know with our current system where a person can get into an auto accident. They were fiddling with their radio, or uh, you know arguing with their spouse in the next seat, or fiddling with their kid in the back seat, or God knows what kind of distracted driving they were doing. Kill me, and then they're not liable for um, you know damages. I, I really right. hate that's that's, that's, a, our, that's a crappy system that we have. Right, right, and and unfortunately, not everything can be covered, but but. See, that would make a big difference in this woman. And also, free speech rights do come to a limit when you're talking about private people, and especially people under 18. I mean, if if this was Hillary Clinton that you were making fun of and, you know, being a public figure, the rules are different for, you know, for you guys, for instance. Mm -hmm. I could put something online that would not be considered slanderous about you guys since you're, you are public figures and go out of your way to become known to the public, whereas if I did it to my neighbor, who is not a public figure, it would be a different uh, different situation. Yeah, I, I understand the difference that you're pointing out there. I personally am gonna, I disagree with Mark on this one, and I think that uh, you should be able to take anybody's picture and, and do whatever you want with it. I think it's ludicrous. I mean, if you took the picture, and this woman did take the pictures of her own of her daughter in this case, she should be able to u- utilize those in whatever way she she wants to. Right. So he's not even but going. So Ian's uh, so far out there that he wouldn't even he wouldn't charge this woman with anything. As far as he's concerned, the fact that the daughter allowed her picture to be taken of her. No damage has been done. Puts her, um, but, you know. she, but she manipulated the picture. She so? manipulated the picture. It's her picture. Create, but it's it's not her naked body. <laughs> she manipulated her face onto a naked body. Now, if I would agree with you, if the daughter took, if the if the pictures were taken of the daughter naked, that again would be a different situation. It's just like if I do something and pass it off as true. But it's not true. If I write, take a grain of information and write a news story about it, and it's not true, you know, that's me lying. That's a different situation. So I would agree with you if she took the naked pictures. But I don't think lying right. should be illegal. And also, I think there's more damages done from a child pornography angle by taking pictures, you know, taking pictures of a girl's face and then putting them online of some other girl naked online, and then actually getting your daughter into a situation where you're taking, uh, you know, uh, you know, photographs of her. Like the whole level of abuse is significantly different. Wait, which one's more? Which one's Obviously, more? I think it's so. more. If, if I took a picture of your wife right. and manipulated that picture, 
and it made it look like she was posing nude in a magazine, mm-hmm. that would be more of an issue than if she actually was posing nude. So it's a completely different situation. I don't see how actual... it's an issue at all. I mean, it, either way, the first way, it's your picture, it's your magazine. You can post whatever you want in it, as far as I'm concerned. And if she is posing for the pictures, then you've got consent right. from both parties. But that's because you're out yeah, of your but mind. Free, free speech rights and other, you know, your, your right to do something doesn't override my right to not have something. Hey, don't get photographed, dude. If you don't want somebody right. taking, if you don't want somebody taking a picture of your head, putting it on uh, somebody and some your Walk body around with a hood you know, on. Well, he's he, I, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. not even worth talking to. <laughs> no, hold on. If you're talking about a 15 year old girl, the level the level of abuse that girl has to go through in order for her mother to get her to take nude pictures, like that that kind of mental abuse, the kind of sick family relationship we're talking about, is significantly different. Yeah. That's that's a that's a, 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 a much larger crime than what we're talking about here, which is you know some weird lady cutting out her daughter's face and sticking it on some other girl's body. That's not so child what I want, porn. What I want to know from you is that's you're, def- you're basically saying you have no problem if someone takes an image of you or your family member and puts it in any situation, true or false. If I or someone else in your audience or someone who didn't like you was to do that and use a photograph that they picked up from you anywhere and used it to imply that you or your family member, your wife or kids or whatever, was doing anything, I mean, sex with animals, you wouldn't have a problem with that. No, I wouldn't. That's for Ian. That's not me. Mark probably would because he's all uppity. But myself, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I've got better things to do with my time than chase down people using my picture online for whatever purposes they want. What if it caused significant damage to your reputation how could, as a how professional? How could a picture of me, you know, whatever it is you're going to do with me, cause damage? with an animal could be, I, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but if I saw that of somebody, my, uh, I don't know if I... You know, by be... the time this show is over, someone will probably have done that on our BBS tonight, online at freetalklive.com. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody found uh, an animal sex picture, and by the time we were done with our program, had put my face on it on my own website. I don't give a damn. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. <laughs> 800-259-9231. My reputation's been ruined! What, by some anonymous hack on the internet? Putting a, a picture? together? Are you telling me that hurts someone's reputation? That's absolutely absurd. If it's a good enough picture, I think it absolutely does. Absurd. 800-259-9231. Get over your damn self. You're not that important. You're out of your mind. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. want you to weigh in on this one. Where do you stand on the issue? Also, I want to talk a little bit more about the, the idea that chopping someone's head out and putting it on a naked body somehow creates child pornography. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. It is the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything, as always. Uh, By the way, you can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get signed up for the updates. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. By the way, one of the reasons why you might want to do that is uh, we mentioned earlier we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring tonight on the air. 
but also I've got another pair to give away off the air, which we're going to do via the updates list. So if you're a member of the updates list at updates.freetalklive.com, uh, sometime this weekend you are going to have a chance to win those. So two chances coming up here, uh, one within the next two hours, one sometime this weekend, if you're on the updates list at updates.freetalklive.com. And do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI, check out their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. All right, so we're talking about a very strange story out of Omaha, where a a mother, 49-year-old woman, has been arrested. Actually, according to the article, which is very poorly written from KETV7. Uh, she's either been arrested or there's a warrant out for her arrest. <laughs> One or the other. Either way, this lady's in big trouble because what she did was she went and uh, online found herself a picture of a naked lady and took some photos that she had of her own 15-year-old daughter. She cut the head off of the photos of her 15-year-old daughter and then placed that, just the head, over top of the head on the naked picture. So do you understand? It's not actually a naked picture of her daughter. It's supposed to be, but it's not actually, right? Right. Because, you know, in the world of computers, for those of you that uh, that don't know much about them, you can easily do these things. It's not difficult. Well, it's there, there's levels of difficulty to it. It's you can make one, it look like trash right. very quickly. Yeah, you, you can, can, you know, it's it's the difference between uh, making a photo, like actually cutting out a head with, with a pair of scissors and sticking it on another photograph and going, hey, this is a picture of me naked. <laughs> yeah. You know, me putting it on Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's old body and saying, look, there's me in a bikini flexing and stuff. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to believe it. Perhaps, though, I'm very good at uh, you know the, the printing arts, and I can actually get a picture of me and get the skin tone exactly right, and that whole thing. Sure, sure. So yeah, there's. I think that there's degrees to this. It, it, one one of them's just sick of doing it to you. One of them's just kind of funny. If it's your daughter, it's kind of sick. But when you're really good at it, then you're defaming that person's character. So uh, what I want to know... I don't at any point think it's child porn, though. There are several different uh, levels to talk about on this particular story. I, of course, disagree with you, Mark, that it's in any way defaming. It's just a picture on the Internet. I think it's ludicrous ludicrous to say that uh, a picture online in some way harms someone's character. Well, before you, go, before you go any uh, farther with that, do you, are you familiar with the John McCain's uh, candidacy that's going on right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I heard something about it. There's some people claiming, and they've got some pictures together of uh, John McCain and a lobbyist from you know some some period of time ago, some blonde gal, um, and they're claiming that John McCain uh, could very well have had sex with this woman. Uh Now those. John McCain lost the South Carolina primary, which he won this year, uh, eight years ago, because somebody claimed that there was a black love child. That's the the allegation. Someone claimed that there was a black love child. He lost the South Carolina primary to George Bush. One, yes, absolutely. Perception does cause damages. And so to, to say that it doesn't, that there's no way, and that it's ludicrous, you're not even looking at the facts. You don't care. You're such an ideologue. Well, the people that are perceiving these things need to get it straight. Oh, it's just so a now, picture on the Internet. Now, now it's the people that are perceiving it. Well, sorry, chump. That's the real world. The real world is that if you say... The real world's a bunch of pansies. Oh, get your, get your panties all in a wad because somebody put a picture of you online. Oh, big deal. I don't see what the... I don't really understand what the issue is. You don't have to see. There are damages. The damages are real. I've shown no, you an instance where... they're not. They're in your where, head. I've shown you an instance where they, where, you know, they very well likely... 
Somebody lost an election, so he could have lost the election anyway. He could have lost All the election. All in your election. head, sir. Yeah, whatever. All right, so the other nobody issue. Else, nobody else out there believes you. The other if issue anybody here. anybody agrees with Ian, please call in. I'd like to hear it. The other issue here is uh, the claim that these pictures were child pornography. And you brought up one point earlier, Mark, and you were right that, you know, the idea is that uh, a teenage girl, even if it was actual pictures of this teenage girl naked, that should not be termed child pornography uh, because she's not a child. She's a teenage girl who's obviously developed past puberty. Uh, But that wasn't really my issue with this. My question is, is if you take a picture, let's let's not let's go out of the world of teenage girls and let's go to a nine year old girl. okay, somebody who's before puberty. Okay. If you take a, a snapshot of a nine-year-old girl, cut out her head, and put it on, the, let's say, a, a nude picture of a very petite 18-year-old lady, you know, okay. A-cups, okay, mm-hmm. to where it, she looked very, very, very young, right? Mm-hmm. Does that create child pornography? Should that be an arrestable offense? Well, uh, Isn't that just a thought crime? How about, how about some, uh, some more facts? Am I the parent of this, this child? Irrelevant. It, it, well, it's not irrelevant. If you that just makes the story more weird. That's it all. It does make it more weird. That much is true. Um, no, because that's what they're saying here, and we're no. talking about a teenage girl in this story. They're saying that you take a teenage girl's face, put it on a naked woman's body, and you've created child porn. I think that's ludicrous. And and if that holds up in court, and this woman gets convicted on child pornography. I don't know if that's ever happened before in America. I know that's the direction things are going, and I've heard the federal government is trying to redefine child pornography to include things like drawings, things. drawings. Uh, you know, uh, the idea that you could draw a picture and that be child porn. We're talking about we're now entering the world of thought crime, and I find that very disturbing. There's no act. If there, in my opinion, if there's no child who's been the victim then there's no child pornography. But let's go to your calls. I want to hear what you think. Let's talk to Kelly, listening on WSC uh, 94.3 in Charleston. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Great, Good Kelly. Night. What's on your mind? I have to seriously disagree with you. We live in, a, in an age now of electric pictures, electronic pictures, and electronic messages, and it was so different when we were growing up. We didn't have the ability to do some of the stuff that they do now. Mm-hmm. Kids can do with computers and digital photos. And just the fact that somebody could take a picture of my daughter and put it on another woman's body and then broadcast that out on the Internet or somebody in her school were to do something like this, it would be devastating both to my daughter and to me. And you, and you can't say that it wouldn't do any harm because it would do harm. It's just like any other form of bullying or picking on somebody. Now, bullying and picking... Hold on. Before you go on, bullying and picking on, those are different charges than child porn. You understand that child porn is like a second-degree felony punishable up up to 10 years in prison. I understand what you're saying about the child porn, but I'm just just saying that I would have serious and significant issues if this happened to my family. Okay. Regardless Uh, of the child pornography charges, I'd want to cut somebody... Deep and wide. Okay, I understand I where you're want coming to hurt from. Somebody over that. Now, now, you know it's very Sorry. violent to me, sir. There's two. There are two different uh, opinions here. Now, uh, my opinion is that doing this is defamation of character. Would you consider it okay if a jury decided that they um, that you know wh- whomever did this uh, gave you gave your daughter ten thousand dollars as a punishment for uh, for for having done this? No, there's no there's no amount of money that could ever repair <laughs> blood, the harm that Mark. you could do to her or her. Um, or her self-esteem. 
You know, well, you know, you, you realize like that there would be a court decision that would say that, and you know, that it would be clear that, yes, this person did this, it was wrong, and they've been given a punitive damages award. To you, it's better that they go to jail? Oh, absolutely. You know what? See, here's, well, here's one of my problems. I, I, my, I would never want it to happen to begin with. Sure, sure happened, you wouldn't. Sure you wouldn't. I, but it I, could. Don't know how I, would, I don't know how I would deal with it. You know, I can talk with all the bravado. Sure. Now, I understand. Happen, but you know, you do understand. You do understand, Kelly, that if the person goes to jail, then you're paying to keep that person in a jail cell. Right, and so is everybody. I like the well, idea I'm, of punitive I'm damages. Keep, I'm paying right now to keep millions of people in jail that need to be there. So, if he was given a sentence to be in jail, then he needs to be there, and I'm willing to pay for it. I understand that. I'm, I'm also proposing another system where actual the, the the victim of a crime actually gets compensated because currently the only people no that the, the only here. the government makes out when there's a crime, not the victim. The victim is victimized twice. First, they're victimized by the criminal, then they're victimized by the government to have to pay for the criminal's incarceration. I think that's just wrong. Kelly, thanks for the call tonight, dude. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I say there's no victim in this case. More on the way. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there, we give away, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Entering Amazon through that link will result in a percentage of your purchase going to Free Talk Live. Buy whatever you need for life. I just ordered uh, one of those TV stand things on Amazon today. So uh, cut it To hold up a TV or to like eat your meal from? No, to hold it. That would be a TV tray, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, yes, to hold up a TV. They got everything from furniture to electronics to, uh, you know, books, of course, which originally was what they made their name on. Uh, huge selection, great deals. Amazon.freetalklive.com. We get a cut. All right, we're talking about a very strange case out of Omaha involving a mother, 49-year-old woman, who decided to take uh, photographs of her 15-year-old daughter and remove the head from the original photo of her 15-year-old daughter, then place it on nude photos she found of some woman online. And her daughter found them online, allegedly. Uh, They ended up calling the cops. Her and her father called the cops. A woman has been arrested as a result of this and being charged uh, with child pornography. There's a couple different issues at play here. One is the definition of child pornography. Is it child pornography if uh, you take a young person's head and paste it on a picture of someone who is of age? How could that possibly be child pornography? That's a thought crime. And the idea that America could have thought crimes is a very we scary We do have path. thought crimes, though. We absolutely do have thought crimes. Like conspiracy charges, you well, mean? Well, um, I, I, conspiracy charges, certainly. What about the difference between uh, manslaughter, first-degree murder, second-degree murder? Mm. Those are thought crimes. That's a good point. I mean, basically, the difference between second-degree murder and first-degree murder is you planned it. That's a thought, of course, nothing in, else. In those instances, we're talking about people actually being harmed. In the instance of this, uh, this photo, no one has actually had any harm done to them. Though you are arguing, and the other issue here, is that uh, just taking somebody's picture and doing something awful to them, whether it involves sex or you know, involves uh, something just defamatory, uh, could be considered defamation. Could consider, uh, you, you would say, Mark, that that could cause them some sort of loss, and therefore a settlement could be made. Yeah. Uh, if indeed you were be made to, uh, if you were made to be looked bad and you weren't a p- um, public figure, 
And I have to disagree completely. Uh, I have to say that let's look at your world here, Mark. Let's just take a closer look at what you're suggesting. You're suggesting that if I take a picture of, of you, presuming you're a private citizen, you don't have a radio show. Well, I don't think that it really matters whether a person has... <laughs> it does to the law. If you're a public figure, you can be much much more abused than if you're a private, uh, private okay. person. But let's presume you're a, fri- you're a private person, and I take your picture and put it on, you know, put a picture of you having sex with a donkey online. Okay. okay? And you're... I think... Uh, a pri- I think that uh, sex with a donkey is pretty ludicrous. Uh, I think scat porn is probably uh, a more likely. I, d- I didn't want to go there. Uh, anyway, let's just take the animal sex. Uh, because that's pretty bad. I mean, it'd be really bad if that were true about you, right, Mark? So you don't want people to think that you actually have sex with animals. And so you'd want to bring me up on charge. Somehow you figure out that it came from me, which I don't know what that investigation process would cost, uh, what it would be worth. I mean, if you came across a picture of yourself online, online. you'd have to somehow figure out where what, it what came from. What if I found from. it at com? Well, that, I don't know if that... Actually, that site exists, but it's not my website. So. No. Okay, but let's just assume... That's some concert promoter. It's a, it's a fictitious situation. It's actually pretty funny if you go to that website. By the website. way, there is a markedge.com, too, and I think he sells jewelry. Um, <laughs> but let me, let me go on here, and you can ask your questions. But, but presuming you could somehow trace it back to, let's say, my IP address, that doesn't really guarantee it was me what if i have a uh, 13 year old son who decided to do the work and post it from my household uh decided to uh, make that funny picture of you and post mm-hmm. it online how are you going to know if it was me or if it was him is it just going to the charge going to fall to me because it was my ip address and i'm responsible for everything that's done on my ip address i see is that how prob- that's going to work i see some, problems. some real problems i here. see some problems with what you're talking about as far as convicting what if someone, someone spoofs my but- ip address I don't know how that I don't know how that's done. What if they Is it possible? What if they spoof my IP address, hack my account, and log on and upload the picture so it looks like I uploaded and created the picture, but it was actually created by somebody else that wanted me to get in trouble for it? I mean, there's so many different uh, ways that well, this that, could be faked. That faint. would be that would be the issue of a you know that would be an issue taken up in a court case, and as far as I'm concerned, it would be a civil court case where the where the loser would have to pay the winner, um, you know, court charges of the the winner's court uh, fees and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, their legal fees. Now, if a jury says... Which makes me wonder how many of those cases would be brought in that in that instance. I mean, if the loser had to pay, how many people would actually bring these defamation cases, or how many people would just say, well, that's people, just a picture on the internet? Defamation cases are very, very difficult to get through right now anyway. I mean, right in our current system, slander and libel are very difficult. I, I tried to bring yeah. one once myself. That's why I say people just need to get over themselves. I mean, I understand that, like, the last okay, guy called in, he said advice, he's that's something else. But um, I'm saying that there are damages, and damages, uh, you know, are provable and in some cases, and I think that if there are damages... In these cases, they are not provable at all. Y- look, you know, um, if that... Oh, I, my feelings have been hurt. That's worth a million dollars. What if... <laughs> I Someone mean, put there's a picture of me having of, sex with a donkey online. You know, there's all kinds of what-ifs I can put out there. You know, what if uh, you know she doesn't get accepted to some prestigious college as a result? What if some <laughs> guy? Wait, how do you? But ha! It's not your. It's not you, you know, man. If more of this and was happening, there's though, Mark, differences between male and female sexuality in the real world, my friend. You, you, you know what, Mark? If more of this stuff was happening, if there was so much of this going on that it was not uncommon anymore, then it wouldn't be a big deal anymore, would it? So you're I mean, now if, advocating if everybody that there should out be more people a, cutting the heads off of. You yes. Know, uh, cutting if the, everyone the had a donkey heads off of. Uh, yes. If young everyone had a donkey sex picture on the internet, then it wouldn't be a big deal anymore, would it? You Let's are go to the phone. Out of your mind. Let's talk to Lincoln in Miami. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's on your mind? 
Well, I tell you, you know, I've been listening to this on my way back home from work, and, you know, what I have to say is really not so much about the child pornography, but more about the slander and defamation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. To to say that one has to get over oneself, let me give you just a real short scenario. I'm in the fine art business, and uh, I sold a client a very expensive piece of art. They subsequently went online and... Somebody had put a whole bunch of lies online about myself and my family, which I'm able to prove, of course, you know, is not true, but it's anonymous. That client went online, and I lost huge amounts of money, and that's, I should get over myself? Yeah, I, believe, I absolutely believe that this is, the, this is a true scenario. And so your I client mean, didn't give you the opportunity to prove yourself? Well, I, but, uh, you, you, you can't because it's anonymous. I mean, in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's nonsense. So what'd you do you about it? You can't prove you're What'd innocent. you do about Nothing. it, man? I lost the money. What hey, could I do? That's the way the cookie crumbles then, huh? That really that's stinks, exactly Ian. exactly right. That's the way the cookie crumbles. But the fact is to just say, get you know, you've got to get over yourself. Something well, you did, didn't change. you? I mean, you couldn't do anything well, about I, it. Well, I did. I did do something about it. In other words, I went to the people that posted the Internet, all kinds of threats and whatever. But it didn't help in the end there. The fact Sorry of the matter that. is this poor girl, uh, there's definitely going to be damages. I mean, to just say, oh, well, it's, it's somebody else's body on there. I mean, come on. You know, it's, it's easy to say that on the radio and everything. But, you know, if it was what me damages? or you or... Or something else, <laughs> it would be an entire. I mean, I have a daughter. If that happened, I I I can't even imagine. I mean, <laughs> it would just be something that the, one of your callers said. There it's is a no picture on the internet, man. You, you move on with your life. If you're getting all you upset about it, then it's your all life. your problem. But how does she move on with her life when she goes out every day and somebody says, "Oh, look, that's the girl on the internet that looks like she's doing this with that one or that one." It's easy when you're staying behind four walls to to get go on with your life but you go out in public yeah i see where you're coming from but you know just like you said dude you're going to have to learn to live with this kind of stuff because we are in the digital age we are in a world where anonymous information can be posted online pictures of whatever can be posted online with virtually no way to trace it and so you better just learn to live with it and understand that hey it's a picture on the internet big flipping deal thanks for the call you know 800-259-9231 fictitious world reputation is such a huge issue and to just blow off people's reputations like this it you know it, it, it flies in the face the what idea, you believe, my friend. No, you know what? The problem is what you believe. And the idea is that since you believe that a picture on the Internet is going to damage your reputation, it's all in your head, Mark, and that's what needs Apparently, to change. Apparently, it was in the head of his client, too, um, the, uh, the, the last right? caller. That needs to change. People need to understand that when they see something on the Internet, it's the Internet, and anything can be true on the Internet. Yeah, you're pretty down cavalier with his living. Hey, it wasn't my situation, Mark, and yeah, I'm sorry him, right? about that. What do you want me to do, abolish the Internet? Get with the program. Get with the 21st century, all right? Deal with it. 800-259-9231. That's the number you need right now if you want to win tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. You'll get two of them if you're the first caller, and you have to specify to our board operator that you want those tickets. Uh, and then you'll have to give him your real name give the number again. and your phone number. Those are the things you need to give our board operator. If you're the first caller at 800-259-9231, you're going to the 12 Hours of Sebring. Awesome race, huge thing, a weekend-long party in the middle of the state of Florida, and a lot of racing going on at the same time as well. All right, hour number two is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves, and as always, bring up whatever's on your mind. Oh, the bizarre stories haven't finished for tonight. This is Free Talk Live. 
Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, by the way, I want to congratulate Frank uh, in Jupiter, Florida, listening on WFTL. He was the winner of the 12 Hours of Sebring tickets. This huge race that's going on uh, March 12th through the 15th, SeabringRaceway.com to learn more about it. We do have one more pair of tickets to give away, but it's not going to be done on the air. So if you want to have a chance at it, you need to go to updates.freetalklive.com to get signed up for our updates list. And then at some point this weekend, I will send out that opportunity to win to the Free Talk Live updates list. So go to updates.freetalklive.com because all we have is two tickets left. So this will be your last opportunity to win them. Of course, you can always go and buy them at SeabringRaceway.com, uh, and this is an entire weekend of just racing madness, isn't it, Mark? It's, it, it is. I, you know, I saw, I saw this race. So it's been a couple of years now, but it was, it was awesome. I've never experienced anything like it. it's. It's a singular experience in my mind. And you're not even a racing fan. I'm not really, but I, I'd never imagined what the spectacle was like on the infield. These cars are amazing. They're so fast, uh, and and just the party that goes on beforehand. You don't want to, you don't want to show up for the beginning of this race and then uh, leave at the end. You want to. This is a four day ticket. You want to show up at the very least. Yeah. the night before, camp out. It's really something. Yeah, if I'm going to give something away on the air, which we virtually never do, it's got to be something worth giving away. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Get signed up for the updates list, updates.freetalklive.com. We go to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Skip in West Virginia, listening on WVTS. Hey, Skip. Skip. Hello. Hello. You're on Hello. the air. Hello. Yeah, I'm wondering why you're talking about something mundane like this. It's obvious the mother was wrong and the child was defamed. Why don't you talk about how President Bush and uh, Cheney have defamed the country and why aren't they being impeached? Well, it's Free Talk Live. You can talk about that if you want to. No, but he's asking us, why aren't we talking about Bush and Cheney because, being impeached? Because people talk about different things all the time. Why doesn't everybody always talk about Bush and Cheney being impeached? How about this, Skip? Why should we talk about Bush and Cheney being impeached? This is the most corrupt administration. It's more corrupt than uh, Nixon's. Okay. Now, maybe. I mean, they're all pretty bad, and if you ask me, I mean, every president in, in at least recent history has been absolutely awful. In fact, every president probably... Uh, well, it certainly in the last uh, several decades has been terrible. I don't know which one is worse. I'm not going to bother trying to quantify that. But really, what do you think the odds are of actually getting something like that to happen, impeaching uh, Bush and Cheney? Well, I don't think they're very good because everybody in D.C. is crooked. That's how they got there in the first place. Absolutely true. So what's the point in talking about it? I mean, if, it's, uh, if odds are against it ever even occurring, why even bother wasting airtime with it? Skip? I have to agree. Skip hung up. I have to agree with uh, Skip that everybody, you know, that the, the vast majority of people in Washington are corrupt and that most right. Americans believe it. What I don't understand is why the hell do we listen to these people anymore? I don't. Why, you don't, but the vast majority of Americans do. vast majority of Americans pay their income taxes. They, uh, they, they subscribe to these laws. They 
they don't tell the TSA to go jump in a river. Every time they deal with the federal government, they you know they they get down on bended knee and, mm. and kiss their toe. And this is what I don't understand. Americans realize that pot, the politicians and the bureaucrats in Washington D.C. Therefore, the powers that they create are corrupt and despotic. Why do we put up with it? They continue to obey. It's a great question. My, my question is, what do you think you're getting out of paying your federal income tax? Don't say roads. Because, <laughs> but please, people, don't say roads because the federal government isn't paying paving roads. Now I'll admit protection, they, Mark. I'll admit they build Keeping a bridge here and there. They'll certainly they had something to do with the interstate program. But I got to say, I think that states and minutes and local municipalities can build roads just fine, and that we would have likely gotten the 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 in, uh, the, the interstate I'll, system. I'll play without, devil's advocate for you. You asked the question. I mean, you guys can call in eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. What do you get for your tax money? But somebody might say, well, Mark, we get protection. The U.S. military, keeping us all safe. Well, we do get the U.S. military, but I, I think that the U.S. military currently is being used to stir up terrorists in, uh, in, in the Middle East yeah, it seems to, to want to come after us. Right, I mean, one of the, re- the reason that I believe that the terrorists came after us on 9-11 is because we've had the U.S. military in the Middle East for you know the, the last three or four decades. That's and what we've been meddling C- in their business for the last hundred years. That's what the government's own, I think, CIA, former uh, CIA experts have testified to say. That's uh, what they claim. Osama That's what Osama bin Laden has said, for God's sakes, you know, the, the people that believe that uh, the terrorists are after us because, well, Britney, because we have Britney Spears and Coca-Cola and that they want to destroy our freedoms are out of their pocket, cotton picking minds. They right. believe they've they listen to too much Rush Limbaugh and too much of this uh, backwards uh, Republican radio out there. They, they don't even look at the facts. See, Skip, while his heart is in the right place with wanting to impeach Bush and Cheney, uh, while his heart is in the right place, as he did admit to us, it really wouldn't make any fundamental difference. So what we really need to look at is how to fundamentally change things. We need to right. look at what as the real the question Demo- is. As though the Democrats real, are going to save us. The real question is, why on earth do we need a federal government in the first place? I'd love to hear you answer that question tonight. Please, 1-800-259-9231. You know, I What's love, the use? I love America. I'm all for I love freedom. I, 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 I love the concepts that this country was, were founded on. I love red and white and blue. I love eagles. I like apple pie. I'm all for that stuff. But and it makes me feel good when they do that, uh, you know, the patriotic things like play the national anthem and stuff. I like that stuff. I've just got to say that I believe the thieves, the crooks, and the desperados have gotten in charge of this country and raped her and turned her into something so much more awful than we can possibly ever fix. As far as I'm concerned, we should keep the name America and destroy the federal government. Destroy it. Get rid of the office of the president. Get rid of the Supreme Court. Get rid of all of it. Just keep the name the United States. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that one. Way to go. Because that kind of power... Uh, uh, clearly, Why keep the name United clearly, States? Then you, you, I mean, that's not accurate anymore. Nah, I don't care. I like it. You've got 50 different states. I Maybe like some it. will unite. Maybe some won't. I told you. I'm patriotic. I like that stuff. 1-800-259-9231. You're just nostalgic. That's all. That's fine. 800-259-9231. Uh, we continue with your phone calls. Let's talk to Mike in California on the amp line. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Hey, Mark. Congratulations on that almost anarchic comment. Right on. No, that's not anarchic. It's decentralist. You just said get rid of the government. No, I said get rid of the national government. Oh, okay. My bad. Hey, Ian, I wanted to uh, – in the last hour, you guys were talking about um, how rep- uh, how saying, how saying an Internet picture couldn't really damage someone's reputation. Actually, you were saying that. Uh, that was your position, and I wanted to challenge that. And also, yesterday, you guys were talking about – 
the march on D.C. Uh, Let's take it one thing on. at a time. Let's talk the picture thing first. <laughs> okay. Um, I think your position was that it's the Internet. Get over it. I mean, it's, it's 2007 or 8. Uh, technology that makes it very easy to fake everything, and it's just a you know it's just a picture. Yeah, people need to remember that when they're looking at things online. It's just you know it's just the internet. This is what happens. Uh, pictures get faked, so you always need to question whether or not what you're looking at's re- real. I understand that people that don't understand that could possibly have their uh, their opinions changed about someone as a result of misunderstanding what they see online. But that's their problem and not mine. I completely agree with that, and that's the principle. What I don't agree with is your argument that that like a fake picture of your your head on someone else's naked body or whatever, naked having sex with an animal, yeah. that can't cause damage. Um, back in November, the NH Free Forums, you guys talked about this on your show, there was kind of a, a riff. The NH Free Forum admins didn't want any political discussion on there anymore, and there was this big thread. Do you guys remember that? Yes, yes. In that thread, one person said something about you, Ian, and I don't remember if this person called you a racist or if they if they said that you threatened to call the, the government on against this person. But there was a number of back-and-forth um, comments, and, your, and one of yours to this person was claiming that, that their statements were libel against you because they had no proof and it wasn't this and that. Why would you have claimed libel, and why would you have been concerned? Just the Internet, just a post on a forum. That's a great point. Uh, I don't remember if I used the term libel, but I'm taking what you, uh, you said at face value. Uh, you did. It's on November 30th. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't dispute some of these things. Uh, If somebody's making a claim on a forum that I frequent, uh, then I'm going to dispute it. But what am I going to do about it? Bring them up on charges? Take them to court? I mean, that's ludicrous. Well, no, I I don't think you necessarily should. However... Right, well, um, that's what Mark was saying. He was saying there were damages and that I would need need to be uh, compensated for that or something. They're, they're, well, they're candy. I mean, let's let's take something that's not the internet or libel. If someone smashes into your car, should you be should be restitution? Well, there's actual physical damages there. Hang on, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live's live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive with us with a wiki, over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. Wiki.freetalklive.com. You can create pretty much anything and edit virtually anything that you see there. Uh, W-I-K-I.freetalklive.com. And don't worry, we're not going to sue you for libel if you post a picture of us having sex with a donkey. Or at least Speak I for yourself. If you do, I'll be very upset at you, Mark. I don't really give a damn. What do I care? Good. Now you can save time and money on common legal matters. Created by top attorneys, LegalZoom.com. No, I don't care what you think. Oh, okay. You should. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10 bucks. That's LegalZoom.com. We go back to Mike in California. Mike, you brought up a great counterpoint to what we've been talking about uh, last hour, and that is the idea that somebody posting a, a, a you know, photograph, a photoshopped picture of somebody doing something uh, awful on the Internet. Uh, I, of course, uh, I made the claim that that's not defamatory in any way. It's just a picture on the Internet. And you came back and you said, well, Ian, I found a message board post from you last year where someone accused you of being a racist, and you came back and said, well, that wasn't true. And I think that that's, I think there's a slight difference there, and I think that the difference is that if something is posted in an area where you are normally around, and that forum I happen to inhabit, uh, 
there's nothing wrong with rebutting it. Certainly, even if you just come across something on the internet, and you want to rebut that and post a you know post a post on your blog and rebut it. I think that's fine. I think it's okay to do that, but to bring some to drag someone into court to try to get damages over it, I think is is uh, going way too far. Well, they are different, and uh, you know I still say that I'm, I'm I agree with you that I really don't care. You know, if you're out in public and someone takes a picture, they own that picture. They can do whatever with it they want. I don't right. care what they do it. But if we could just go to Ankapistan for a minute. In a free market where there's where reputation is hugely important and there are arbitration centers or whatever dispute resolution organizations and and you think that someone has caused damage to you by putting a picture of you with a goat on the internet mm-hmm. well uh-huh. it should be it should be up to you and the arbitration arbitrator to prove that you did suffer damage. And whether or not you or I think that it's possible to suffer such damage, it should be up for the free market to decide that. Oh, I'll agree with you there. Absolutely. Okay. All right, your other point tonight, because we've got to move on. Okay. Um, yesterday you guys were talking about the march on D.C., and you said that it was almost... Uh, pointless or very ineffective or something Right, just like for that. our listeners that are just tuning in, you're talking about the Ron Paul uh, activists. They're they're organizing a tax day protest in Washington D.C. and also in state capitals around the country. And I said that it's you know it's not really going to be something that's going to turn over any significant results. I said that also. I predicted that the the state capital marches would be more effective than the Washington D.C. Pro, uh, protest. But go ahead with your thoughts. Well, actually, that probably countered my thought. First of all, I do agree that it's going to be very ineffective. But you have done um, some protests, like I believe you used to do some anti-tax protests out on the street with hanging signs or holding signs. Yes, that was when I was uh, much younger and involved with the Libertarian Party, and I was the only Uh, person usually that was out there doing it. Sometimes I would get another one or two people out there, and yeah, it was was pretty much a waste of my time. That was my point. It may have been a waste of time, but it may have educated one person, or it may have just been something you wanted to do. I think that... The march in D.C. is going to be an incredible waste of time, but it will, you know, educate somebody. That's why I said it's virtually useless. And, you know, yeah. inevitably someone's going to come across that. They're going to get handed a flyer. They're going to, you know, have, maybe have their mind open, and maybe they will get some news coverage. I, I hope I have to eat my words on this one. I really do. I hope that they really make a difference with this. And thanks for the call tonight, Mike. 800-259-9231. Sam is gone. Would have gone to him. Let's talk to Steve in Charleston, listening on 94.3 WSC. I'm here. How are you guys doing? Hey, great, Steve. What's on your mind tonight? Well, this is the first time I've heard your show. Ah, okay. Come so, uh, aboard. Pretty, pretty, pretty radical stuff I'm listening to here. I don't know why and, people uh, call it so radical. You know, I think about people on, uh, on you know, I think about Rush Limbaugh and, and uh, Michael Savage, and here you have guys on the radio advocating killing people. Now, granted, they're not Americans, so they're less than real people, but, you know, they, they, they advocate wars and, uh, you know, dropping bombs on people and that kind of thing, and I'm radical? Seems nuts. That's not such a, that's not such a bad thing. What's, which, what is, being radical? No, no, dropping bombs and killing people. Why? That's what why? Because if that's what it's going to take for us to survive, that's what we're going to have to do. What if what if I have what if I have this weird fantasy in my head that the way for New Hampshire to survive and thrive is to drop a bomb on South Carolina? Do you understand that I'm nuts, right? Well, yeah, but we're we're talking about uh, our our own people. We're not talking about things like uh like our people own from, people. What does yeah, that mean exactly? Well, we're Americans, man. You know, our own people. You know, you tell me that the Islamo-fascists... Are you a collectivist? 
I don't understand the term. Okay, that's okay. Uh, most, I think, a lot of Americans unwittingly are, you know, in, in, inculcated with this collectivist mentality: we this, we that. Uh, I only see people in terms of individuals. I judge people based on what they do in their lives individually. I don't put people into groups, or I certainly try my best to not do so, because putting people into groups is a collectivist mentality, uh, and it's it's absolutely ludicrous to judge somebody by the color of their skin or the uh, the borders that they happen to be born in. And that's what you're talking about doing here. You're you're saying us versus them, and there is no us versus them. There's just the individuals in this world and what they do with their lives. Well, the, the problem that I see with what you're saying is, is that there are individuals in this world who don't believe that I should survive because I don't believe the way they believe. I, that's and absolutely that's not, true. And so, therefore, and that's not right. Now, do you believe that those people should survive? Do I believe that they should survive? I think that. that they're entitled to their lives, is and they're entitled to their own survival as long as they don't come over and interfere with me and, and or, you know, the, the people who I care about. Well, absolutely. I, mean, I, am, I am great with that. I believe in not initiating force. I think that as long as that you can do whatever, if somebody harms you, that you can, you can harm them, and I'm, I'm fine with that. And since none of those people have ever hurt you, then we shouldn't be at war, right? Well, no, 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 because they, they, they do. They do. They want to hurt me. And they're, okay. And they're just, they're biding their time. Well, now, now wait, 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 hold on. You that. Before you go, now, I know you heard that from the news and everything, but do you understand yeah. that there are a lot of people that didn't hurt you, are not part of those organizations, and do not feel that way, that are being harmed and their lives are being impeded because of our military going there and looking for these few people that, that think that we should be, we should all die because we're not Islamics? Well, I, I, I agree with that. You see, the other part of this whole deal is, is that I don't believe the way George Bush believes. I don't believe that democracy is necessarily the way, that, the, the, the way of the world. Well, you, you don't think democracy is good? Well, no, I'm, it's not, I'm not saying that. I think democracy is good, but I'm Why? not saying that every... Why? What's I'm good about democracy? That, I, wanted to, I wanted to hear no, what he I had. Like, I like freedom. You know, I mean, I like the fact that I'm sitting here riding around... Well, now, hold on. Car. Now, hold on a second. If you like freedom, how could you possibly like democracy? Democracy is uh, well. I guess I, we're, I guess we're really a Republican democracy, aren't we? A republic? We're well, the, a originally the concept was a, a representative republic, but but either but, way, but, yeah. Before you go on there, I'd like to talk about your freedom real quick. If you're free, can you stop paying your taxes? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not yeah. free. You're actually no, a slave free, of the no. state. <laughs> no, well, I'm not a slave. Of you're not. You're, you're not a slave. Well, then try. I, I have choices. I, mean, I have choices. Oh, well, slaves had pay. choices too. Don't you think that the slaves got to make some choices in their lives? I think I'll eat this this gruel or not eat this gruel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, no. slaves got to make all kinds they of choices. They choose to leave the plantation. You can decide, you know, whether and, and I'll I'll admit that it's a very lax slave plantation. But the fact is, the master's going to collect about fifty percent of everything that you make. I want to bring Steve back. Hang on. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition, by the way. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com if you've missed a moment of the show. And if you're one of our Saturday-only listeners, you only uh, your radio, local radio station only picks up our Saturday show. You've missed the entire week. 
Because we do this stuff six nights a week. You can grab all the archives you want at freetalklive.com. They go back for an entire year. There's no logging in. There's no membership fee like those other radio talk show hosts want to charge you. Uh, we do it for free. So head on over to freetalklive.com and grab them up. You can lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended cleanse. Go to ftldiscount.com, read some real testimonials, and find out how to, how to order. That's ftldiscount.com. All right, let's go back to Steve in South Carolina listening on WSC. Hey, Steve, you're back. Now, uh, you I'm said tonight... Here. Yes, sir. You said tonight was your first night listening to the show, and I didn't mean to throw you to the wolves there a moment ago. It can be pretty overwhelming uh, calling in like this and uh, just dealing with us with all kinds of, you know, questioning your belief system and presumptions and... All of that. So where where are you at right now, Steve? Where do we leave off? Um, you were talking about um, the... Uh, I know we were talking about the war. That was I just figured I'd let you pick it up where you wanted to, but... Uh, yeah, the, the, the war, you know, the, the war... Steve? The war is nuts. It sure and is. We, we shouldn't be there. Okay. Right. Now, but, we're also talking about freedom and slavery as well, and Mark was pointing well, out right. how... Right, and, and that's the whole thing is that, that, I mean, again, those people over there, and, and, that, and when I say those people, I'm talking about that whole Middle Eastern culture, the Afghanis, all the Saudis, the Iraqis, the, the, that, that whole Middle Eastern mindset is completely different than, than us. Well, first of all, again, you're putting everybody into groups, and I don't think it's fair to say that... I think there's a point to be had there. I don't think it's fair to say that they all have the same mindset as much as all Americans have the same mindset. We all have different things going on in our heads. Well, they they don't, um, I don't know, they they don't have the same uh, reverence of life that we seem to... uh, How many of them do you know personally? I don't think that our politicians have any reverence for life, Mike. (laughs) I think that our politicians are willing to throw our young men and women, uh, you know, just into the meat grinder for whatever it is that they want. To me, this is just a way to make money for the uh, military-industrial complex. Military welfare, yeah. Let's talk about that, because that's George Bush and Dick Cheney. Well, now, wait a minute. Now, hold on a second. Bill Clinton bombed Iraq, too, so it's not just George and Bill. It's Bill and George and George and all the other guys. And it'll be Hillary, too. Yeah, and it'll Look be Barack. At, well, no, and that's the whole thing is that there's none of them that are going to be any better than the others. Exactly. So, so why not shut down Washington D.C.? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I don't really have a big problem with that. Awesome. You know, as long as, as long as there's not, as long as uh, uh, that we can maintain some kind of semblance of order. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how don't. Washington D.C. has anything to do with the order that currently is kept in my um, my community. Not at all. It's disorder, if you ask me. They steal my money. They steal people's well, they money, and then they give it to their bureaucrats to do what they want with it. That sounds like anarchy to me. Thanks for the call tonight, dude. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I mean, when you've got uh, people going around stealing from other people in broad daylight. As the federal government does, and your state and local governments too, uh, that's that seems like a lack of order. It, it uh, you know, I can't say anything good about uh, most uh, most tax systems and all that other stuff. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You know, we ha- we had somebody on the line at one point that wanted to actually defend the federal government, and he hung up. And I w- I, I hope someone else will call in. Maybe the same guy or somebody else call to defend the federal government. The only one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The only thing that I can see that as a uh, legitimate, useful use for the federal government is to limit the states in. Um, abuses in the area of constitutional law. 
like for instance, uh, if a state decides, and and by the way, it's failed at this time and time again, so that's why I'm ready to get rid of the federal government. If the state, if a state decides that they want to, for instance, abridge uh, a person's right to keep and bear arms, like in, New York infri- City, infringe a right a person's right to keep and bear arms, like, like Illinois, like every state, including the uh, and and yeah. the gov- and the federal government itself, they've all infringed. But but certainly uh, places like San Francisco, uh, Washington D.C., New York City, those are the probably the most egregious. Um, well. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a federal government could do that, but it hasn't done it right so far. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, Montana. Did you hear that Montana might just secede over this gun issue? Did you hear I, about that? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But there are a lot of uh, from what pretty I, healthy secession movements out there. Well, now from what I understand, this is actually. I don't know if secession would be the right word as much as contract nullification. Basically, the Secretary of State in the state of Montana has sent a letter. He sent a letter to the Washington Post this past week, basically throwing this out there. The idea that there's that uh, there's that Supreme Court case that's taking place right now. I believe it's Heller versus uh, the United States. Yeah, and that's the one for Washington D.C. Right, where D.C. the Supreme Court's going to be deciding whether or not the Second Amendment is a individual right or what they call a collective right. Which right, of course, it's, is pure it, fantasy. It does say the word militia in here. Let me read the Second Amendment in its entirety okay. so that people can look at it. A well-regulated uh, militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, often what you'll get here from uh, the lefties and uh, you know people like that will say, well, that, that means that only the militia can have guns. And I can see where they're coming from from that point, but what they fail to understand is historically a militia was every able-bodied guy in town. Mm. So that it isn't you had to participate. Now, I don't think that that's right. I think that that's antithetical to freedom. But essentially, that means that every guy can carry a weapon. As far as I'm concerned, in today's culture, if a guy can carry a weapon, a woman can carry a weapon. And that would solve so many of the problems. Think about this shooting that went on at Northern Illinois University recently. Uh, Eight eight people got killed. And then previously, um, Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech, where 20 something people Uh, got killed. How many people would have gotten killed if every one of those students in that room had a gun and they could have shot that guy on the spot? Even if every third student he wouldn't had have, a gun. He would have never come in there. Now remember, there was a time when um, any man of means walked around with a sword on him. He could pull that sword out and run you right through, you brigand. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, what? why is it such a terrible idea to, for people to carry weapons? As far as I'm concerned, an armed society is a polite society. Yeah, helps you probably won't run up to some black guy on the street and just call him the N-word if he's, if he's packing heat. No doubt about it. Now, where I was going with that, Mark, is that, uh, Ver- uh, not Vermont, uh, Montana... Vermont, by the way, has, I think, probably better gun laws than Montana. But anyway, Montana has said that if this Supreme Court case comes down in favor of Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. that if they rule that gun possession is a collective right, that that would nullify Montana's original agreement that they signed, that the you know the people way back in the day signed, the state government people signed with the federal government uh, to, to become a state uh, as part of the, the United States. I they would say that. that it would essentially nullify that. And they would be basically withdrawing. From, they would the contract would be dissolved, and it would withdraw Montana from the union. 
That's the Secretary of State of Montana wrote a letter to the Washington Post outlining that this week. It's the only thing I can see, to, you know, because obviously the federal government is not going to shut itself down. The Hell American, no, they won't. The American people can't We're shut it to down. bleed it to death, There's, Mark. The, the only thing Stop we paying. can do is get involved in our state governments and say, look, I'm sick and tired of it. Let's let's get out of this nonsense. Yeah. Because I'd like to keep the money I earned. Thank you very much. Because they just don't help. I just I, I think that the uh, the states should secede, and, and that's the only way we're going to ever solve this problem. Right. There's nothing they can do. I mean, some people say, but wait, then we won't get federal funds anymore. Well, that's okay, because you can keep the money you right. earn. Because <laughs> D- what they do Dummy? is they, right, <laughs> the, the they federal take government's your, taking your money and giving it back. Well, no, no. <laughs> they, they take your money, and then they lop 80% off of the top to pay their bureaucrats in, uh, in D.C. Because ain't nothing for free. Then they distribute that money back in whatever way is politically expedient for them. Right. And they reward their friends and punish their enemies. Right. And, you know, the, the more powerful representatives and senators get the bigger pork barrel deals, and the uh, less powerful ones get the smaller ones. So what is the point of that? There's nothing, there's no point to it beyond just political backscratching. Yeah, it makes no sense. And it, we're all paying for it, and it's time to stop. And if you're, you know, if you can't convince the state government to secede, then I think you should personally secede. Stop paying the federal government taxes as much as you possibly can. If you're a business owner, stop withholding your employees' taxes. Let them decide on an individual basis whether or not they want to go pay those thugs in D.C. More choice. It's a good idea. 800-259-9231. I choose freedom. How about you? 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. That, by the way, is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. If you like the show, enjoy what we're doing here, then go shopping and get yourself some great Free Talk Live branded merchandise. Everything from T-shirts to hoodies to uh, our wonderful selection of caps. variety of different hats, actually. You'll find everything from standard kind of... Hats, ball I don't know caps. what you call them. And they're not really ball caps, though. I don't think they're in that exact style, but what do I know, right? A hat's a hat to me. Uh, there's different colors, different options. Uh, Are you talking about the build There's hats? a build hat, yes. Yeah, those, I think that you can pretty uh, safely baseball? call that a ball cap. Okay. Well, well, we I also didn't say baseball, I mean, but, you know, a people, ball call, cap. people okay. call that ball cap. Well, there's also the uh, the color block cap, which you are always sporting around, Mark, which mm-hmm. looks very sharp, as I well like as uh, some hats to keep you warm, like the beanies that we have in uh, two different uh, d- designs. So we've got all that and more over at store.freetalklive.com, original Free Talk Live branded merchandise and more. Store.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones, to the fun. Steve in Ohio, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Steve? Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? First time caller, uh, I don't know why. I always get nervous when I get on here. I'm not a nervous guy. I'm not a nervous guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's all right. I, it, same thing happens to me. I mean, you'd think that I'm on the radio crazy. six nights a week. If I call a radio yeah. talk show, I get so nervous. I have to, you know, deep yeah. breathe to make to calm myself down, <laughs> and it doesn't always work. Maybe I should do it more and get past it, you know? There you well, go. You, you, you can, you're going to have enough time to, to make your point on this particular okay. show. We're not going to drop you off, so don't worry about it. I, I would love to sit down with you guys for two hours. You love okay, the I'm gonna get a little technical. I'm gonna get a little technical here. Okay, okay. Right. not too technical. Very basic fundamentals. One thing: we're an opinion-driven society. Everyone's got their opinion. Yeah. Okay. There are facts. You know, an opinion could be a fact, but it's not a fact. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a fact, and it's a truth if it does the greatest good 
for the greatest number of people. Hmm. People people get on the left and right and and conservative and all this stuff. It's right and wrong, and you delineate that right and wrong from the sheerness of does it do the greatest good for the greater number of families, groups, individuals. I don't agree with that. That's yeah. a utilitarian viewpoint. Yeah, it is really utilitarian, and I and I've and I've got a situation for you since you've made that uh, that statement. What if um, we manage to get all of America to make a, an issues-oriented vote? I know you can do those on a local level. Usually they don't do – I've never seen anything like that on a national level. But let, let's say it's – a matter of fact, it's your local community. Your local community decides that they're going to put on the ballot an issue. And that issue is um, that they're going to kill you and take all your money and give it to the – to a bunch of poor people. Now that's doing um, you know, that's doing the greatest amount of good for you know a large group of people, and you know only one person suffers. Although they gruff- suffer greatly, um, you know may- maybe your family suffers a little bit, but there's a lot of poor people out there, and they really need this stuff. Is that okay, good, just, or right? No, no, you don't have the people to vote in. You you have a an you have an individual that that is analytical. You could call it a benign dictator, if you will. But his thing about it is, you look at factually, does it do the, the greatest good? You know, the, the system we're under now, and our dictator, what we have now, uh, of course, it's the mindset he has. You, you know what he what he wants to do, and I know what he wants to do. You know, now I'm talking about a very who, wait a minute. Who decides if it does the greatest good or not? You, me? No, that's that's something you actually get on pencil and paper and work it out. You know, I mean, work out the A bomb. Does it, does it do the, the best good for the individual, for the family, for all the groups? No. So are, are you can't. Uh, it, you, I'm sorry. You cannot do good by committing evil in the first place. No, no, I'm not saying evil. I'm not evil. You, if you kill somebody for the purpose of you know enriching another person or another group of people, uh, no, that's no. that's in no way good, sir. Well, no, no, that's 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 not the viewpoint. Well, what are you okay. trying to get across? Because that's what I'm hearing you say. You're yeah. saying, well, as yeah, long as you it, think it, it's a good idea, as long as you believe that it benefits no, the... No, it's not about me, my friend. This is, this is, very, uh, this is very objective. It's, it's, it's a, an analysis that you can... You can one, it's an analysis you can do... Okay, say we in, in, uh, invade Iran. Just get on the table, okay? Well, okay. first of all, I'm not going to invade Iran. So, so I don't know who no, we No, is. I know that. I know that. But, but would it be the, the greatest good for our people collectively to do it? I don't believe in no. collective groups, sir. Are you a, co- a collectivist? No. Well, then what are you talking about? I'm, I'm just talking about if, if it does the greatest good for the greatest number of people, then you make that decision. Who's well, I, making see, the decision? Here's, here's the point, though. If if you do something wrong, then you can't make um, then then you can't do something right with that decision. What is define stealing for me? Well, no. It, Define stealing. Maybe you could vote on it. Yeah, you're not duplicating my, my, my intention here. That, okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, that, that's, all, that's all it is. It, it, it's just, uh, it's not collectivism or any type of isms. You know, it, it's just, it, if you get, you got to make a decision. I mean, you, you, you could actually have a voted on. I think everything. See, I, I think that we most of the things that we vote on are wrong. And I think that the government, I think taxes are stealing. And to me, the definition of stealing is t- some, taking something that doesn't belong to you without the yep. owner's permission. Okay, and I don't care if 99% say you should. And as far and if I work for my money, then you know, it, the, government doesn't work without taxes. That's fundamental. So therefore, all the taxes that the government takes are stealing. 
Are you with me on that? I, I, I agree to hardly. Okay. But no, you're saying, we're, you're we're saying we're it's okay same. to steal from people as long as it qualifies as helping, you know, the, the best of intentions or as long as a, a certain, uh, you know, you can perceive it as being beneficial in some way. Well, the thing about it is uh, you have to have someone that, that uh, I mean, there are certain things that benefit the majority of the population, if not almost all the population. I mean, I mean there, there are answers to the problems, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I completely disagree. And thank you for the call tonight. Uh, you know, he, he's, you know, at this point he's going over the, his same point over and over again. But well, and it's probably because he was nervous. But just to look at what he's saying here, he's saying, okay, well, there are some he things, He doesn't Mark, feel heard and likely, you know, he didn't, didn't feel heard from us because we weren't repeating back exactly the way he had said it. And people have never heard these concepts before. Well, what he was saying is, is that there are some things that he believes that are, you know, pretty much good for everybody in society, or almost everyone and I, in society. I would agree to some extent. It's just that the problem is, is it's a slippery slope. The means slope. to the end. The problem is the means to the end. If if what you're doing, if what you want to do is this wonderful concept, then you shouldn't have to hurt anybody to make it happen. If what you want to do is going to benefit all of society, then what you need to do is not steal and not kill anybody in order to make that happen. Because as soon as you steal something from another person, or as soon as you violate another person's uh, pr property or their rights or their person, then whatever it is you do with the spoils of whatever it is you've taken, it, it's not good anymore. You've done harm. You've done harm to get to that point, and that's what government does. Government says, well, we're going to put this up to a vote. Okay, everybody, come on in. You're going to vote on this here. And look, if you vote to take the money away from Mark... We're going to take that money, we're going to give it to people that really need it. We're going to give it to the poor people. We're going to help feed starving children. Now, come on in. Who wants to vote to take money away from Mark? People are going to come in and say, oh, well, they're not going to take it from me, so I'm going to vote for take right. money away from Mark. Democracy can probably best be described as two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. Right, so they come in, 99% comes in and votes to take away your money, Mark, and give it to the poor starving children. Is that a good thing? No, because you violated Mark's freedom. You violated his right to his own body and his own uh, life, you know, the, the, the money that he's earned in his life, the, the ability to make choices for himself. You violated that. You threw it out the window. So democracy doesn't work. It's an awful, awful idea. It doesn't legitimize using force even, on others. Even if it didn't come back 99%, if it came back 51%, that doesn't make it right. Nope. You know, I mean, obviously, 49% of the people had their, their wits about them. And why is it that 51% is a magic number? <laughs> why not 66%? Yeah. Why not 33%? Why not if you can get one-third of people to say that it's okay, that it's okay? Why does it have to be just over half? If you're having trouble with this, just imagine for a moment if uh, your next-door neighbor came over and pointed a gun at your head and demanded a cup of sugar from your kitchen. Now, that's not a very neighborly thing to do, is no, it? No, no. You wouldn't really want to live around people that behaved in now, that fashion. And I'd be happy to give the guy the sugar if he asked for right. it. And everybody but now he's say, demanding it. And everybody would say that that's a bad idea. I mean, anybody sane would say, that's terrible. Nobody should be doing that. Well, what if the neighbor came over with everyone on the street, all ten houses on your street, all ten of those people came over and pointed guns at you and demanded some sugar from you? You would still say, well, that's terrible. 
You shouldn't be behaving in that way. That's awful. Human beings shouldn't interact in a violent fashion. Well, why all of a sudden is it okay if 51% of the people in your town decide to point the gun and steal the sugar, or in this case, cash, or whatever it is from you? Sorry, does not compute. Democracy sucks. It is the tyranny of the majority. Hour three is coming up. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live, the toll-free SACL CAI call in line for you is 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Hour three coming up. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. We are launching into hour number three of the show. Bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Uh, we continue here right into your phone calls. We'll start things out with Jeff in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Hello, Jeff. Jeff in Indy, going once. Oh, Hello, I'm Jeff. sorry, there was a beep. That's all right. Um, I had a question. I came across your radio show, and I have a friend that I work with that I respect who's a libertarian. I have not really discussed it with him, and I don't know if, really what a libertarian is. I've come across your radio show. I've heard some things that I agree with and some things that I don't. Uh, If I were to find out if I were a libertarian or agree with it, what questions would you ask me so I could better understand if I was a libertarian? Well, first of all, there are going to be two answers because there are two hosts on this show, and we don't necessarily agree on what exactly a libertarian is. In the same way that uh, two Democrats may not uh, you know, get together and agree on exactly what makes a person a liberal a liberal. You I'll know? tell you what I have to say, and uh, I've been a libertarian for much longer than my co-host, so uh, take that as you will. Uh, the, <laughs> In my opinion, a libertarian is one who believes that uh, you should be free to live your life as however you want, so long as you don't harm uh, anyone else. So, Mark, what's your answer there? Um... Uh, you know, a libertarian is a person who re- respects property. Um, you know that that you know believes in personal responsibility, those kind of things. Um, the easiest way to figure out is go to uh, is it uh, test.freetalklive.com? Nope. Quiz. Quiz.freetalklive.com, and uh, we have what they call the the Nolan um, test there, and and you can find out whether or not you are a libertarian by just answering a few questions. Also, another thing that uh, libertarians reject, and it's uh, it's part of the um, the idea that you know you don't harm anyone else. We don't. We reject the initiation of force. So we're okay with defensive force in that if somebody attacks you, then you certainly have the right to defend yourself and and fight back. Uh, But it's that initiation of force that libertarians uh, disagree with. And that's the true, in my opinion, the true hallmark of a libertarian is the rejection of the initiation of force. Does that make sense? It does. I understand. When you talked about, I heard the comment about um, being armed, carrying guns. I agree with that you should have the right to carry a gun with maybe a few exceptions. Like what kind of um, exceptions? And and it's it's the exceptions that sort of test our, um, you know, like our mental abilities. Uh, you know, th- thinking about those okay. and talking about those. So tell me, t- tell me some exceptions. Well, I'm a police officer. Okay. And, okay. And I, I believe it or not, I don't know what most police officers feel, but I believe in the NRA and that you should be able to carry a weapon. You should be able to defend yourself. Um, I recently encountered a young man who was very upset. Actually, was involved in a domestic beating his girlfriend driving down the road. Okay. And young man, 18 years old, such incredible anger within him and lack of impulse control. Mm-hmm. Um, 
didn't even know what he was upset about, but driving down the road beating his girlfriend, and he had a gun on him. So while I agree with the fact that you should be able to carry a gun and defend yourself, it did make me wonder if maybe this was the proper person at this age, maybe, to be able to do that. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, you know, that that you would like the situation to be that somebody, some God, would decide whether or not a person's qualified to carry a gun or not. And I, I would like God to decide. But the he problem doesn't. is... God doesn't care. He let the Jews get gassed in uh, Nazi Germany, and he let the Indians get overrun by the white people here in this country. And God just doesn't doesn't care. The evidence is, um, at least. So we're going to be left with a bureaucracy trying to figure it out, and that bureaucracy is going to say, you know, is going to leave some people unarmed that, you know, should be. It's going to it's going to treat the whole class in one way. So. If one person in the entire entire United States should be unqualified to carry a gun, then everybody should. Do you understand? It's like that one oh, well. kid that, that made some noise in class. He made a, a farting noise, and the teacher said, Who said that? Now everybody has to... Now nobody's going to leave this class. Nobody's getting recess. You know, that's how the federal government... That's how any government solves problems. Well, and, and I would like... I, I don't know how I would solve that problem, uh, except that I would like to see most people armed. But I could understand that maybe... There are some people with a mental history or, or serious anger control issues that maybe shouldn't See, the problem be allowed to there, carry the, a gun, but the, that choice isn't mine to make. Right. Well, and, the problem there, and you're right, it's not yours to make, but the bureaucrats are making those choices right, on they, a daily they know, basis. They know better than we do. And, and the problem is that we might all sit here, and we could all, all three of us could say, well, we think that uh, most people should be able to carry guns, but I don't think that so-and-so should be able to. But you might disagree, Mark. You might think that a different person, a different type of person, shouldn't be able to. And uh, inevitably, somebody's going to be able to make that decision, and it's probably not going to be any of us. Odds are good it's going to be somebody who's in search of power over others because that's what government allows for is people to take power over other people's lives and uh, that's why we see what we see in this country and that is more and more restrictive gun regulations as every single year goes by so the problem there is uh, Jeff is that you you've created the slippery slope by saying that there are there are some people that you don't want to see carry firearms not that you yourself are going to go and do anything about it but some people are doing that and so therefore inevitably all of our rights and our freedoms get infringed upon because if there is a certain group of uh, individuals that are not allowed to carry firearms, then all of the rest of us have to prove to some arbitrary government agency that we are not a member of that particular group of individuals, which means we're not free to bear arms until we jump through a bunch of government hoops to prove that we should be free to bear arms. And that's where the problem begins, and then it just goes downhill from there. And the caller before this, the other uh, topic, taxes. So libertarianism no taxes at all for any reason, or are there exceptions? Well, there there certainly are exceptions. Not for my not my, not for my co-host. He he believes that not for real libertarians. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. See, this this is the argument between libertarians, right? Um, I believe that we, at the very least, that in order to sell concepts of libertarianism to people that uh, haven't heard of it and are somewhat unfamiliar with it, we need to leave topics like roads, police. Perhaps, um, you know, uh, the FAA, certain policing bodies and, uh, you know, necessary forms of the government, you know, that kind of thing alone. 
and then we can work on those little bit by little bit after we get rid of the crap that the government's involved with the the obviously um you know the the obvious overspending the the, the bureaucracies the the back padding and all that other stuff that uh, the government does so you didn't answer his question but i will uh yes libertarians <laughs> are absolutely against taxes because taxes are an initiation of force the idea of course behind a tax is theft uh, in that i earned the money that i earned by doing what i do and then some government bureaucrat comes around and demands it from me if i don't pay that money to that government bureaucrat odds are good he's going to try to take either my freedom or my house away from me and uh, so therefore i'm being threatened if i don't pay the taxes i'm being threatened with violence because if uh in, there is violence there because if i decide that i don't want those government bureaucrats to take my house away considering i never harmed anybody else they just demanded my money i refuse to pay it now they're demanding my house i'm refusing to give them my house eventually somebody well maybe somebody like you is going to be sent to my house to try to physically remove me from it now it's nothing personal against you but if i decide that i don't want to leave eventually somebody's going to try to shoot me or tase me or in some way harm me to remove me from what i thought was my property but apparently is not so taxes are anathema to freedom because they are an initiation of force and therefore libertarians are against taxes and i hate to sound hypocritical being a police officer and obviously that's where my income comes from uh i think taxes are too high i don't like taxes on property i don't agree with property taxes but if there are no taxes to pay for the police then who keeps i guess in a society if no one is going to hurt anybody and there were no bad people out there and there are some people who cannot defend themselves I see that we are needed. There are always going to be people who are bad. Certainly, there are always going to be dangerous people out there. And there will be a desire for amongst the population for protection services. What I would like to suggest is that if indeed what you're offering is a valuable service, and I believe protection is a valuable service, if it is indeed valuable, then people in the marketplace will pay for it on a voluntary basis. Uh, I, you know, a true libertarian is, should, should be a voluntarist in that they believe that individuals should interact with each other on a voluntary basis, as we do 99% of the time. When you go and you buy things from the store, you're doing it on a completely voluntary basis. Policing services, protection services should be offered in that same fashion. And that's a very lengthy conversation, which we don't have time for here. But here's mm-hmm. what I'd recommend. Uh, if you like to listen to things or you like to read, there's an audio book that I've created. Uh, it's called The Market for Liberty. It's, I didn't write the book. I just created the audio version of it, and it's free. You can go to book.freekeen.com. That's book.freekeen.com. You can download it uh, for free there, and it talks about all of these ideas in, in great depth about how we can actually transition from the current governmental structure that we have today to a true free market structure where all these products and services are available in the free marketplace Spell keen. voluntarily. You can spell it either way. Free, uh, book.freekeen.com. And, hey, Jeff, call us back sometime because we love talking to law enforcement officers, especially about the war on drugs, which we didn't have time to talk to you about tonight, but I'd love to talk to you about it again. And so thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. we got Lou in Florida, Jim in Kalispell. Your call's about anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. 
And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Uh, by the way, those features include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about at shrine.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, individual rights, not, not just lights, but rights too, limited government and free enterprise principles, all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click Join us today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. We go to your phone calls and talk to Jim in Kalispell listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jim. Hello. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind? Oh, hi. Say, um, yeah, man, there's all kinds of stuff came up here while I'm waiting, listening to you guys. And uh, um, two callers ago, um, he was talking about kind of a collective type of thing. And I, I, and I think he's really touching on mentality, uh, a vein that's running through our country today. And I don't know what's, if it's because of... Uh, re-education efforts that's gone on over the years to not teach truth and liberty and freedom and the Constitution and so forth. And that's I, and probably keep, the number one culprit is government education. It's yeah, just exactly. mind-warping people. And, and that's why we homeschool. Good for and, you. Uh, I, I, re- I retired from the Air Force. I'm a disabled veteran um, after the first Gulf conflict. And uh, mm. um, so there's a lot of things been impacting people like me lately, like with H.R. 2640. Not familiar um, but, with that. The gun control, uh, the Nick's um, right. The, the gun control the bill that's going to basically say that crazy. That's going to oh, no. basically say crazy people can't own guns, but that's going to lo- likely affect a great deal of veterans because yeah, exactly. they have uh, what post traumatic stress disorder. Right. You can't right. give somebody with post traumatic stress dis- stress disorder a gun. For God's sakes, they'll kill people. Well, yeah, and and you know, and that that isn't what I really called about, but it's just sure. things like that are coming up. But um, I heard a radio station, a very, a very liberal radio station out of San Francisco, um, saying the other night, and I've been hearing it more and more lately, is that really that the Second Amendment just needs to be flat done away with, huh. um, because there aren't enough people that they they even care about liberty and freedom, or that want to join a militia, or would even rise to the defense of their rights, or or the needs of their country, so therefore there's no right need to have, if anybody's not going to do that, then we don't need to have any guns. Well, you and, know, it, it, by proxy it essentially has been done away with, in, in that it has been completely ignored uh, by many different state governments and uh, right. local city governments around right. the country. The, the fact that you, anybody owns a weapon right now is mm-hmm. essentially, you know, it's just luck. It, it's by the good graces of what whatever particular uh, municipal or state right. or um, federal well, government you're, you're, you're living under. And I guess that the point that, that you, through this re-education efforts of people don't, aren't realizing and understanding is that, first of all, this is a republic. This is not a democracy. And under a republic, and I'm probably preaching to the choir with you guys, but mm-hmm. for maybe other people that are listening, sure. um, there's certain unalienable rights that are God-given rights, one of which is the right to bear arms so that you can protect yourself. And it's not so that we can hunt and and shoot you know, sporting clays and trap and skeet and all that crap. It's so that we can literally band together and defend ourselves against the despotic or tyrannical government. Absolutely. It's absolutely true. But now, it's not democracy that's done away with gun rights, at least not mostly. There are, what, 20,000 federal gun laws? Um, So the federal government has made those gun laws. Now, we democratically elected the representatives that came up with these laws and that kind of thing. But that's right. not a demo- uh, you know we had a president in in uh, place so that's not really democracy that's more just the government decided that they're well, going to violate their own their own document that right. says that they can't 
um, abridge well, the, or see, infringe the, the right to, to bear arms. So what do we this, do about that? Well, this is the key, see, is that you have to elect the, – the, the, the populace has to erect honest, moral – Clear thinking, ethical. Will never people. happen. But we failed to do that. I and mean, this is why, you know, we always talk about our form of government uh, being such a great government because they have all these checks and balances. The problem is, if all the people in the legislative, judicial, and executive branch are all in cahoots with each yep. other, then that stuff goes right out the window. Absolutely. But the, the, the underlying point that I want to make is that, you know, these people are talking about majority rules or the majority voted or they think it's in the best interest of this group of people that under a republic and these God-given rights means that each one of us as individuals, I don't care if there's only one of us out of 40 million, if you have nobody right has a right under a constitution to violate my rights should I decide to not go with everybody else. You know, it's absolutely true, but... The fact is, that's what we've got with this federal government. That's, oh, that's exactly. what we've, we've managed to get. And now what do we do? Uh, you know, I secede. We're in, we're in a mess. <laughs> now it, we it, secede. And that's what you guys are actually apparently looking at doing out there in Montana. Well, this... we're looking, and, and a lot of us are, are going for a movement, which, you know, I, I know how it's going to be perceived because everybody thinks a lot of us up here in Montana are just a bunch of uh, gun-toting, redneck, rednecks, uh, crazies. But see, that's that's all part of the you know, disinformation thing that's going out there, too. It's just the fact that a lot of us chose... I, I laid my life online for 15 years to defend this Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic. The people that are in, are in power in our own government are, are domestic terrorists. Absolutely. Are going against our, our, our people at this point. So yep. we're sworn to defend you and everybody else listening right now that might not agree with me. And we're going to do that. And if that means that we've got to secede, and I mean, each one of us, people don't even realize that the United States are made up of individ 50 individual states that are sovereign. And we choose to become and go along with the union as long as everything's going like it's supposed to. Well, we well, are way overdue for a, a serious change as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and, and the thing is, we, like we were talking the other day, you know, the line's already been drawn. Some of it's said, okay, you've crossed the line, now we're going to start pushing back. And that's what it comes down to. And, they're, you know, Big Brother's probably listening to this now. But, you know, I'm on so many lists already, I, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, that's but. how I am. You know, I am uh, completely, uh, at one time I had to fly under the radar, and at this point, you know, it's all out there in the they, open. They know and, where you're at anyway. I'm sorry? They know where you're at anyway. Oh, sure they do. Of course so they do. So you might as well just brace up and you know yep. face the the, the the firing squad and say, hey, you know, I'd rather live one hour in freedom than a lifetime in in tyranny. I wish you more, live for your die. I wish more people had that attitude, and you know that's what we're trying to encourage people who do feel that way, who are ready to make a stand for liberty. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking no, exactly. about exactly. Right, I'm that's talking about a non-violent people. approach uh, using persuasion and civil disobedience and a variety yeah. of other uh, aspects. Exactly. Maybe even, a, maybe even a little politics, but I really don't like that option personally. <laughs> but the we idea is to move as many of those people here to New Hampshire as possible wow. uh, as part of the Free State Project. And so we can get as many of those liberty-loving activists together to, to, to help back one another up. So if well, they you know, do decide I, to I go do. after one of us, uh, we'll have friends that are, that are there to help. Well, ideally, too, what th what we need to do is have that movement literally catch on in all the states, so none of us have to move anywhere, yeah. and we can just take everything back. That's the idea. I mean, if once uh, New Hampshire is set free, then the you know the concept is a free state, a uh, a free area would essentially be so prosperous and so great, the free market yeah. that would uh, would come would spring up there would be so wonderful that everybody else around the country and around the world would look to that as that beacon of liberty that this country once was, right. that beacon of liberty to say, hey. 
Why don't we have that kind of freedom well, here it, in Montana it, or California the, or whatever? Here's a good example of how this redistribution of wealth and taking from the haves and give it to the have-nots and the majority rule works. We had an issue where the, uh, a school bond uh, levy came up to vote on to, to add on to a school, build a new gym, and a, like a dramatic art center or something like that. And we live on a reservation, so there's a lot of people in a reservation that are tribal members that do not pay taxes of any kind. Okay, they don't have property taxes, they don't pay state uh, taxes, nothing, income tax even. So they bring up this bill that if it goes through is going to increase our property taxes and the, and people that don't even pay taxes got to vote on that. So, Unbelievable. Dude, thanks you know, for the call tonight. More on the way. You could take control. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, live Saturday edition, 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive on the bulletin board system. We've got over 325,000 posts. Lots to talk about there. Serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all. Lots of people uh, interacting. Over 2,000 people, as a matter of fact. Lots of people. Head on over to bbs.freetalklive.com. It's free, like everything else is on our site. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Now, I mentioned the Free State Project a few moments ago. Wonderful idea, the concept, of course, to move as many liberty-loving activists all to New Hampshire uh, so they can make a stand for liberty. And that doesn't mean a violent stand, as I pointed out before. It means getting active. And, uh, you know, there's activism that's going on all across the country, but the idea is to concentrate it all in one place so we can actually achieve liberty in our lifetimes. Now, to get an idea for what that's all about, what it feels like to be around hundreds of people that agree with you, that is, if you love liberty, you should come to the Porcupine Freedom uh, Freedom Festival. It's better known as Porkfest. It's happening this summer, June 9th through the 15th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to see firsthand why New Hampshire is one of the country's best places to live and meet hundreds of individuals who, just like you, cherish liberty and are living the goal of liberty in our lifetime. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. I should mention that Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live from Porkfest this year. Uh, so looking forward to seeing a lot of you there, as we did last year. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to, uh, I believe, Zeph or Jeff in Yakima, listening on KUSA. Hello, Zeph, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys for... Uh information you put out i am a freedom-loving american like yourself and i guess i'm what you would call independent conservative however i'm very liberal on many issues like the legalization of marijuana sound like a libertarian to me yeah maybe maybe so why why bother holding on to that old conservative label it's just going to get you uh lodged in with a bunch (laughs) of warmongering freaks what yeah i I agree that's that's what it sure seems like when you you put your finger on the pulse of America right now. I mean, Mark, you used to be uh, considering yourself a conservative, right? Yeah, you know, I I have a difficult time getting rid of... Personally, I like the label conservative. I think of myself... Like you know, conservative because I, I'm yeah, fiscally conservative. Yeah, but conservative means to keep the status quo, basically. Right, and it, you know, just the evidence is what what defines a conservative here in America. I'm just not that. I'm a libertarian. Seth, any other thoughts tonight? Yeah, you know, if uh, I've done the research myself, and it was. Ex- to 
come on to this because someone else knows has done their homework. If you guys have their opportunity, or any of your listeners, if you could um, see a movie called Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement. It's very interesting. It's well-documented. It's, uh, You're referring to uh, Alex Jones. He yes, is sir. sort of like uh, probably the more one of the more well-known kind of conspiracy theory hosts, and I think that and, uh, and make some darn good movies. Oh, his his <laughs> movies are very very interesting. Um, I don't know, you know, well some, some of them, uh, some of them, there's a little bit of hypothesis going on, but a yeah, lot of it is I based. Agree. I agree. A lot of it is based on uh, on on fact, and I really enjoy the work he's done when it comes to the police state. I think that he should oh, focus yeah. more on the rise of the police state than the conspiracy stuff he talks about. Because it really, I think, talking about 9-11 truth and all that nonsense really does yeah. a lot to damage one's reputation. Uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah. I, I agree with you. I saw the film and I thought it was excellent. So uh, thanks for the call tonight, Zeph. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Let's continue and talk to, it is Lou in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hello, Lou. Lou in Florida. Shoot. Going once. Lou in Florida. He's gone. All right. Let's talk instead to Rick in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live, Rick. Rick. Good evening. How y'all doing? Hey, super, Rick. What's on your mind? Hey, I was listening to your broadcast. I was listening to a guy out of Montana. Yes. That also, uh, he spent time in the military, Mm -hmm. and I'm also retired military. And the oath that he said that he took was the same oath that I took. And I didn't take that oath just to take it. That oath was to defend this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to protect the citizens of this country. And every police officer in this country, every politician in this country has taken that same oath. And they have the obligation to uphold the Constitution word for word. They haven't been very good at it. Yeah, nothing. And nobody really is, holds their feet to the flames on that, though. That's because we've raised a nation of sheep. Mm. Well, and I didn't we, do it. <laughs> you absolutely right. And I didn't either. And I will tell you something else. It's just like the bully at school. The bully does not get what he deserves until the weakling punches him back in the nose, if you understand what I'm saying. I see what you're saying, but I don't think that, uh, I I mean, are you not advocating violence, are you? Well, I'll put it this way. I have done everything to protect myself and my family, and I will stand up for that Constitution, the core value. It's called core values. When you're when you're ex-military, you live that core value. And I stood up. I wore the uniform. I carried a gun. And I said, I will die to protect this country. It and seems by God. If I have to, those core values don't go away. That's good, and I'm glad to hear that. And I have to say that it seems to me that uh, in this day and age, there's a much higher chance that I will be victimized by people in government than ever will I encounter any sort of incidents of terrorism that we're all supposed to be so afraid of. doesn't care no more about you than the man in the moon. Mm, Yep, you're damn right about that. 
they're, they're all a bunch of liars, and we have a, we have a nation of sheep out here. And Hell. if it isn't for people like me that'll stand up and say, "But you know what? I'm probably on every list in the country mm-hmm. because I still hold several top secure, top secret security clearances and FAA security clearances." But you know what? I'm not going to give up nothing to to give up my freedom. Good for and you. If man. everybody else in this country doesn't stand up and say, "I've had enough," then we're going to become what we see across the pond over there in Bosnia and Africa and what's going on in Europe right now. I'd, I'd say it's you know I'd say it's already there. This country is definitely a social kind of, kind of a weird combo between socialism and fascism. Kind of a corporatist. Uh, yeah, like a corporatist police state basically right now, and it's only getting worse. And you're absolutely right. And thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Though I he sort of hinted at violence, and I I can't, I can't agree with well, that. Well, I can part. understand why a, a soldier you know that would be sort of where they go. Sure, sure. But I, at the same I can't time, agree. no. Well, you know he he didn't he wasn't clear, and um you know. It doesn't mean, hey, let's go kill all the people in Washington, D.C. You know, I, I'd sort of, I got the feeling that if they came for his guns, that he might give them to him lead first. Well, that, okay, that's all right. right. That's and understandable. Th- right, because that's not an initiation of force. They've initiated it. So, right. you know, that's kind of the feel I got from what he said. Right. Well, just, what to, just to clarify, though, what we're advocating here is, uh, or at least I'm advocating, non-cooperation. Uh, for instance... One of the ways you can uh, fight back without actually using violence is to keep the money that you earn. Stop paying the federal beast. Stop voluntarily giving them your money. I know that's going to require some some effort on your part. It's going to require some courage. Scary. You know, nothing worth doing is usually easy. And certainly the founding fathers, when they were fighting their revolution, uh, they put it all on the line. We yep. don't have we don't have to risk quite as much. Uh, but uh, but using civil disobedience, their wealth, to ma- their lives, and their sacred honor. Using civil disobedience to make a point, non cooperation, uh, doing things in the marketplace to compete with government. Uh, there are a variety of ways that we can fight back without actually using violence. Because if you use violence against the state, that's the one thing they're prepared for. They are ready and waiting to fight you back. If you use violence on them, look what happens whenever somebody kills a cop. I mean, the cops go and they they all go on overtime and they all go and they look for whoever it was they believe killed the cop. Suddenly, they, you know, what you expect from law enforcement actually actually happens. They're well, all out there. They're all got bloodhounds. They're, yeah, but they're, they're working hard to catch Yeah, but somebody. not really what I expect because I expect some investigation. What they usually do is they pick a guy, figure that's the dude, and they go and execute him on the spot. You never get to find out whether or not they were right. More on the way. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. Here. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away. So enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support the show, then we ask you to become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Learn more. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is that uh, you enjoy all the features on the website for free. This is above and beyond all that. This is if you want to see Free Talk Live, get on more radio stations around the country, spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Sign up for as little as 3 bucks a month. You'll get some perks, too. You get access to the AMP-only call-in line, AMP-only chat room and forum, as well as a few other perks, like the AMP-only shrine. Uh, there's just the occasional exclusives that we'll release to, the, uh, release to the amplifiers, because they're doing good work. They're sending us a few bucks. We're taking it, turning it around, reinvesting it into the show. So, amp.freetalklive.com. 
com. Makes a big difference. Uh, real quick, we're going to read a quick post on our bulletin board system. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, I, this persuaded me. I thought, man, I want to share this. It's, it's from, rare that we do this. It's from Brock. He said, and the post is, why I became a libertarian for life. Back when I was 19 years old, I got a simple traffic ticket. Now, remember, it's always easier to bring people into the world of liberty once they have actually had a taste of government. Right, because people generally, if they haven't really spent a lot of time dealing with the government, they think that the government is benevolent, mm-hmm. that it's set up there to do good things. I mean, that's that's the PR, right? Right. Well, we have to have the government to help people. The government keeps us safe. You know, you you believe one of those two statements if you don't believe them both. So, so here's the rest of his story. Says, I got this traffic ticket. They charged me about $90. I paid the money and saw it got, uh, got removed from my bank account, and so thought all was good. Fast forward two years. I was 20 years old, two months before my 21st. We had a nice college party at my house, but being the responsible guy that I am, I decided to stop drinking and go to sleep early so I could make it to my breakfast shift job. At about 6 a.m., I got up and drove to work. I guess I must have been speeding because I got pulled over. The cop came and took my info, then went back to his squad car. I sat in my car for a good 20 minutes. I thought something was wrong because of the huge length of time it took for the cop to write my ticket. And before I knew it, a second cop car pulled up. Yeah, let's not mention that he's now late for work. That's when I knew something was wrong. The officer and his backup then pulled guns on me. They made me get out of the car, put cuffs on me, and put me in the back of the cop car. I had no idea what was going on. But I complied nonetheless. Yeah, but you did. (laughs) When I finally got to the police station, they told me why I was being arrested. Apparently, it was for not paying a previous traffic ticket. You need guns pulled for that? Well, the only parking ticket I ever had in my life was... Parking ticket? Traffic ticket. Traffic ticket and parking tickets are two different things. Go ahead. Whatever. He says, the only ticket I ever had in my life was the one from two years ago. I knew for a fact that I had paid it. The officers didn't care. When I no, got the, 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 if it's in their little computer, it doesn't matter whether it's true or not or right or just or good. That's what they do. They do what the computer says. When I got to the station, I was harassed by the police. They made me blow into the DUI machine, and I blew a point zero three. Now, that's well under the legal limit, but because I was 20, oh, they God. started threatening me with a DUI charge to go on top of my warrant. The officer in charge now, of... Now, you can book- get a zero three from from cough syrup. <laughs> The officer in charge of booking me threatened to put me in the black gangbanger unit where they love white boys like you. And this is over a speeding ticket that wasn't paid? Mm-hmm. I was nice and complied with them. So I mean, this they... would be one thing if you're talking about a kid that's, uh, you know, really made some mistakes, you, you know, uh, broken into warrant, some houses Mark, or something. A warrant. They take that stuff seriously. Anyway, he says, I was nice and complied with them, so they threw me into the low-risk unit. I spent four days in that jail. I was a very poor college student, and I didn't have enough money to try and get my roommates to bail me out. Thus, I had to stay the full amount of time in jail. It ended up being four days. I finally went before the judge on the last day and was dressed in jailhouse orange jumpsuit, full shackles and handcuffs. I spent three hours sitting there before the judge called on me. This is exactly what the judge said. Hmm, okay. So, it looks like you were arrested because of a warrant for not paying your fine from 2000. Hmm. All right, it looks exact. It looks like here you actually did pay that fine in full. Okay, you are free to go. So, I'm free. Sort of. I have to go back to jail and get my personal property back. Turns out they lost my $100 jacket and gave me no compensation for it. Hmm. I took a cab back to my house and then tried to find out where my car was. Turns out I got arrested early on a Friday and got released late on a Monday. Thus, my car was in the government impound lot, and I had to pay about $500 to get it released back to me. 
Thank God it's all over. Or so I thought. Fast forward five days. About the same time that I got home from jail, I found a nice envelope addressed for me, telling me to be in court for a DUI offense. What the hell? I thought my case had been thrown out by the judge. Guess not. This is a totally new charge. Well, I had a public defender because I was dirt poor at the time. I called her three times, but she never bothered to return my phone call. I finally went into court for the DUI charge, and even though my public defender never once talked to me, I guess she actually did her job because she went and talked to the judge in private. When they were done, the judge said, All right, your DUI charge is completely dismissed. We're only going to charge you with a minor traffic offense. Thank God it's all over, or so I thought. Fast forward three months. When I got arrested, the arresting officer had confiscated my driver's license. I asked for it back when I was released from jail and again when I was before the judge, but they both told me they didn't have it and that I had to get it back on my own accord. So I went to the DMV to get another copy. After all, you can't do anything in this country without a government ID. You do have to have a government ID, that's for sure. So when I got to the DMV and asked for a second copy of my driver's license, they told me, Sorry, we can't do that. Your license has been suspended for DUI. Uh, what? No, I'm sorry, I have no DUI, and I have the court documents to prove it. I then ran back to the courts and got all the paperwork I could find proving my DUI charge was indeed thrown out. I was found 100%, I was found 100% innocent on that charge, and I had the paperwork. Guess what? It didn't matter. In California, the DMV and the courts are totally separate. The DMV has a policy to immediately suspend the license of anyone who's accused of an alcohol-related offense. The outcome of the case has no bearing on what they do. The accusation is all that matters. If it's alcohol-related, suspended for a year. Right, and this is, uh, you know, as they say, this is it's the seriousness of the charge, not whether or not it's proven. So there I am, 20 years old with a rent check and tuition bill to pay. I used to have two jobs to help me pay for college. I had a job at a hotel at 5 a.m. in the morning, but I lost that job because I didn't show up for four days when I was in jail, and they never gave me phone privileges to inform them. God. My other night job was more understanding, and they let me stay. So now... I had a big choice to make. One, I can break the law, drive my car illegally, and go to work every night so I can make enough money to pay my rent and my college tuition. I'll go to school every day and graduate. Or, choice two, obey the law and quit my job. I fail to pay my tuition and drop out of school. I try to find a job within walking distance, which he checked. It's only minimum wage jobs within walking distance. Mm. Chances are I give up on school forever and try to make ends meet. No way can I afford to live in my same house. I'll have to find a much more low-cost home. This was no choice at all. I drove with no license and no insurance for over a year. Yes, I broke the law. Did I have a choice? What would you do? And that's it's ludicrous. That's his story as to how he became a libertarian. Let's, and, and this is what it's like dealing with the government. Yep. They don't care. They are not incentivized to care. All but they're, they're protecting us, Mark. They are failing to protect us. Let's go to your phone calls here. Uh, Cliff in Tallahassee, listening on WUTL. Hey, Cliff. Cliff? Tally? I'm listening to your show for the first time. Welcome aboard. Shocking. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, y'all are cool. Thanks. I'm sort of like an independent libertarian revolutionary. <laughs> Lovely. But I guess I'm sort of like in the closet. I'm also ex-military. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course I'm not advocating violence versus the state. But only through violence and revolution has big changes happened. And like, you know, name me one that happened. I'm looking at the Roman Empire, 
the Catholic Church, the Church of England, the USA, and China. There have certainly been uh, several examples of what you're talking about. Uh, lots of violent revolutions have resulted in change, but none of it has ever resulted in change that turned into anything good. It usually just results in changing one uh, set of rulers out for another set of uh, violent, despotic rulers. So well, what we're talking about here, said, Cliff... Uh, hmm? You know, one of the reasons why we had a militia to bear arms was to throw the bums out. Yep, it absolutely, it's absolutely okay, true. Well, he certainly didn't say... I mean, you know, read between the lines. He certainly didn't say, okay, now, if you can't run them off, you can shoot them. Okay? But, I mean, I think that's implied. I, I, I totally understand. It's just that, uh, you know, the fact is that's what they want. They want you to get violent, so they have the excuse to get more violent back upon you. And the fact is they are more than willing to do that. And, again, my, what my point here is is that violent revolution has only brought more violent thugs to power. What we're talking about doing is a nonviolent revolution involving non-cooperation, involving civil disobedience, and just not cooperating with these, uh, with these gangsters to the well, point like where the they can't IRS, make the... Okay? Hmm? Like the IRS, okay, it's never been, you know, passed by the Senate. It's not a legal deal, you know? So ignore them. And every, and every, you can't ignore them because you lose your property. Well, don't let them take your property. property If if they try to take your property, that's when it should come to violence, my friend. And I'm, I'm afraid we are out of time. Thank you for the call tonight. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. We think you should stay away from violence for as long as we possibly can, but eventually there will be a line in the sand. See you Monday night online, freetalklive.com in the meantime. Have a great weekend. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.